I think every day is a setback. It's just in a different journey. In this episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, season three, I'm joined by Belinda Agnew, who's a self-confessed business fanatic who loves everything to do with fintech. We talk about the power of a brand and how to get your name out there and in front of the right people, and he's been an entrepreneur for almost 10 years. We share some amazing tips. This is one great episode, guys. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms. Joining me is Belinda Dragon. Belinda, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining Love us. The handshake. Now, Belinda's a highly motivated entrepreneur. Tell us a bit about your journey. When did you start as an entrepreneur? And tell us exactly a bit about yourself and what you do. Perfect. So oh, I think I, I started so young. I was about, I would say about my actual entrepreneur journey started when I was 20, 21. Um, so I was working for a company called Open Colleges. You probably know they're a huge e-com um, agency where they sell courses. I was working for this company. I was one out of two females that were working in this organization. There was like a team of, I would say, 50 guys that were salespeople. And I was always like the top three or top one performer. But I never showed up on time. I was always late. So politics came, you know, as from there and everybody hated me, everybody was against me. Um, so I essentially got bullied uh, for it and I ended up leaving. There's a lot of it because of the results as well. So people intimidated because obviously- and I, was, I was really young. I was super young. Everyone there was like 30. I would say around 30-ish, something like that. And I think you have to stand out more. I remember so, when I was running in a national, uh, as a national manager for a company, I was 23, 24, I had the same experience because I was younger. Yeah. I had to stand out more, so I can relate to that. Yeah, and, and I never, I was really a bad employee. Like I was really bad. I never showed up on time. Um, everybody was, you know, teasing me and, and talking about me to my sales manager. Anyway, long story short, um, I ended up leaving that company and I got poached by a company called AIPE. So I ended up going in partnership with a guy called Amjad and essentially it was a coffee. We literally just caught up for coffee and he was like, I see things in you that we should work together. How about you come work for me and then we could potentially go into partnership. What was it that he, you think you saw? In was him? A young entre female entrepreneur, which wasn't as prevalent back then. Now I'm I, seeing a lot more of that, which is fantastic. I think for him it was more sales. Like, Did he know you could generate sales due to your previous experience? Yeah, correct. No, so no, he not, knew of you? So he knew of me oh. through a company uh, and then he found out my numbers and, and figures. So I was generating around 250000 a month for the company, whereas the, ta the ta uh, target KPI was like one fifty. Something like that. Million a year, the target KPI was 1.8 million. So you were generating Correct, you're a numbers million. guy. So yeah, something around that. Yeah, yeah. So essentially what happened, he was like, let's do something together, come work for me. And I said, look, I don't really know if I can go in and work for somebody again. How about we go into some type of partnership where I bring in the sales on a commission base only and you invest into me. So we ended up starting a company called Open Education and it was a sales and marketing company where we partnered with RTOs across Australia and we were uh, placing international students into RTOs and domestic students into RTOs and we would get paid a fee for that. So it was essentially the same thing as recruitment. And RTOs are for people listening? RTOs, registered training organization. Okay. <laughs> it's boring stuff, but it's essentially like a, a college. Like if you wanna go do a diploma, a certificate, uh, we would get paid a fee for placing these an people. An educational company. 
Correct. So yep. people that know about vet fee help and hex, that's essentially what it what it was. So it was it was a huge amount. So I was 21. I was like a kid. I had no idea. I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. My mum's has no clue about what a business is or anything. Uh, single parent mom, don't know my dad. So can you imagine, I was like, oh my God, I just seen money and I went wild. And I essentially spent everything. I think most people do that when you start your journey. <laughs> That's the truth. I spent everything, I went wild, I got excited. And um, from there, what happened was it went super well, but the business, cause it was backed by the government, we were capped. So the government came in and said, okay guys, well, you can keep your license, but you're capped at 150 grand a month. Why is that? To place, uh, cause I don't know if you know. Because they were paying stimulus back or something like that? Yeah, so back then a lot of people took advantage of the situation, the government funding. Mm. So a lot of people got wiped out. It's like when the insulation so came in, it's very similar. Very similar. So we got to keep our license, but we were capped. So I said, there's no scale here. And um, Amjad at the time was like, I'm going to go back into AIPE. How long were you doing AIPE. that for? Uh, I would say three years. And then you thought it's time for the three, new challenge? Three, four years, sorry. Yeah, so three, four years. Um, and then I was like, what am I going to do after this? So what happened is I, I lost that business, uh, made huge mistakes, learnt a ton at a very young age, uh, moved to Melbourne and started Focus. So Focus came about because I went on LinkedIn, actually, I discovered LinkedIn, and I DM'd like 50 people across, you know, Melbourne. And my DM was like, let's catch up for coffee, let's discuss, you know, mutual benefits and see if we can go into something together. So direct marketing approach. You Correct, saw 50 strategic partners what, and thought, let's see. I didn't know what let's, I was going to do. Yeah, that makes sense. So I was like, I need to speak to people. So I went into uh, Melbourne, spoke to a couple recruitment guys, Ended up meeting like Smart Recruitment, uh, Red Wolf and Roche, the CEOs there. And then I discovered that recruitment was the same thing that I was doing before with Open Education. So I started Focus and it took me about three to four months to actually generate an income. So I had no income for three to four months, even though I had money from Open Education. But for me, the lifestyle that I had Three, four months is actually really good. For those listening and entrepreneurs, if you're starting is. a business, but three, four months is pretty good. It's a service business. So, I mean, you would think you make money from day dot, but it did take a while for me considering my lifestyle before. So I actually had to change my whole lifestyle for about two years. So you went backwards to go forwards. Correct. But as an entrepreneur, like most completely people have to do Completely backwards, that. completely backwards. That's, that's understandable. So I had to change my whole lifestyle, um, you know, where I lived, where I drove, where I wore, you know, all of that. And then um, Focus essentially just grew organically. So we started doing tech, digital. Our first client was Telstra. Then from Telstra was Belong. Belong was a partner of Telstra. So that's how we got into Belong. Um, then we got into startup tech companies like FinTech, PropTech. Um, you advise on some boards now, don't you? I do, yeah. How did, how did, how did that come about? Um, personal brand. And, and I want to talk a lot about yeah. that because the power of personal brand. Content. Now, you Content. get people seen online, which is where I saw you and how, how you know me as well. Yeah. How important is a personal brand and how do you help people amplify their content or their so brand online? Important. How do you I do that? I feel as though people underestimate personal branding so much. It's If I didn't have my personal brand, in all honesty, my business wouldn't scale. My so define personal brand. What does that mean to you? 
it, it's essentially everybody has a personal brand, right? We all have a personal brand. It's just about identifying that or pushing that out online so people can actually see because the way that I see it is if you're not filming or you're not taking images it didn't really happen nobody don't really know about mm. it so I think a personal brand is very separate to a business um, and it's essentially you know showing the world who you are and what your capabilities are um, and the opportunities from there are endless you know uh, but it, it's also about being consistent with your message and alignment so if you start going on tangents about different things, your alignment can get very messy. So you need to make sure what you're trying to do or what message you're trying to push out online. I'm not a personal branding expert, um, but I think from my experience, I found if, if I didn't have the personal brand, I wouldn't be able to create the opportunities that I had. So I say that a lot though. People say to me, what's, what's changed on LinkedIn for you? Have you generated a lot of business and sales? And I said, this is yeah. the key difference. When I walk to places, it's more of a warm conversation or a warm lead as opposed to a cold lead. Yes. So I walk in, people know who I am. I still have to do the work yeah. and get that sale, that prospect, that client oh, across absolutely. the line. Yeah. However, yeah. they have an idea of what I do, what I'm about, whether that Correct. be sales, whether that be wealth building, whether that be whatever that may be, that's the difference. It's not people are saying, hey, Chris, let's do business. People are saying, yeah, I'll have a meeting with you, Chris. I know a little bit about you. So that's what I found basically posting on LinkedIn. You mentioned consistency being key. I think that's so important. Yeah, so... How often do you post when you're on LinkedIn? Five times a week. Which is, I, I myself, to either six or seven. Consistency yes. is so important because you want to be top of the mind, don't you? Yes, but it's so hard to come up with content. <laughs> like, it's hard to be consistent with the message, consistent with the content, consistent with the brand, all of that. But I guess how I started on LinkedIn or how I started with personal branding was... I did a 30-day challenge, so I posted, I did, did yeah, you yeah, do yeah. the 30 days? Yeah, so no. most people do 30 days. I did 30 days where I posted for 30 days every single day. Um, sometimes I got no like, sometimes people were like, who are you, like, what does this even mean? But from there, that's when I figured, you know, this is this is it. This but is, also this build your confidence day. and resilience though, yeah? Correct. It's not all about... I'm still, and super yeah. unconfident. People think, you know, oh, well, how can you be so confident as a woman and, and as this? And I'm like, I'm really not. Like, I still get super nervous. I get super shy when I show up on podcasts or in front of cameras. It's Maybe because you care. Can I mention one of your posts that I really liked? And yeah. being that my wife's an entrepreneur, a lot of females out there, it's a growing sector and I'm very happy to see that. Having three daughters, I love yeah. seeing that, that equal opportunity. You've got a post that says, I'm a female CEO, and you've removed the female and just the CEO. Yeah. And I love that because you're announcing that, hey, I'm not just a female, I am a CEO. Correct. And I yeah. think, um, and I also saw uh, briefly on uh, the Cub podcast, and he was talking about equality in female CEOs and how males have had a lot longer in careers, which Correct. I feel is the case. But I think the gap's closing fast, which is very good yes. for a lot of females out there and good for us because it keeps us sharper and on edge because I do feel we have different skill sets. A hundred percent. Like I, I wouldn't say that I'm a, I'm a feminist. Um, Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm so not a feminist. I mean I'm far from it. Um, even though I'm actually the brand ambassador for women in tech, if you know the organization. Um, so they like stand for non-for-profit women that code and things like that. It's not a feminist organization but it's essentially helping women to step outside their comfort zone and do what men can do. I'm all for that. And my, my wife and my mother-in-law are studying a brand called Women and Wealth. I'm all for that. But I'm also about 
men having those opportunities, but us sharing them. And if men, are, if men have been in the careers longer, let's help elevate the women. But when you guys, if you guys get high, you elevate us because it's a team effort. Absolutely. It's different skill sets. So I like that. It undermines, like when people talk about female entrepreneur, mum entrepreneur, entrepreneur, boss women or women in business. It's, it, I guess it really um, degrades who the woman is and where she's come from. I think so there'll still be jobs for men as well, yeah? Yeah, of course. You Good. Know, we're, all, we're all who we are, we're all individuals. <laughs> How important is goal setting, do you think? Goal setting. Um, you know, funny enough, I am not the routine type. I know we're talking about consistency and yep. things like that, but... I I don't I think I've met a couple people that are like me, but I don't like to be in routine because it takes away my creativity or it takes away I guess my innovation to do things in life and in business. So for example, if I was to go to the same cafe every single day, get the same meal every day, read a book go to the gym at the same time. You know, people have routines. I can't do that. My day is completely different every single day. You're very right brain. So left brain is very structured, regimented. Right brain is very creative. And they're both good. They both have benefits. I would go insane if I had a routine. So goal setting though, in terms of business, is absolutely key for me. Like I need a strategy. I need to have, it's really strange. Like my personal business is very different because I'm on the cusp. So I'm half Scorpio, half Sagittarius. Sagittarius is like the fun and the energy funny. And then Scorpio is very serious and, and very secretive and very you know business oriented. Mm. So I would say I definitely don't have goal, uh, sorry, a routine, but I do have goal setting in business for sure. But it's super important. Well, you've mentioned a couple of times when you started the business, you had a setback in terms of your lifestyle, your income, then you had to get back back on and really focus. How did you handle those setbacks mentally and emotionally? How did you, you say, you know what, I'm gonna, because a lot of people that start business see a successful person, whether that be female or male, that's irrelevant, and they go, I want that. But they don't understand the journey or the sleepless nights, the stress to pay your team, to scale your team, to build your brand, because behind it all, it's not all glamour. Winning that gold medal is not just that one race. It's yeah. all those training sessions and all that sweat and tears. Yeah. Yeah. How did you handle those setbacks? I mean, I'm still handling setbacks. I mean, every day. Every day, every day there's something happening that's not going my way. And every day there's something that I'm not happy with. Or every day, you know, I'm scared that I'm going to lose something, you know, lose my business or, or lose an employee or lose a partnership. Um, not that I'm scared, but I, I have those fears, you know, so I, I think every day is a setback. It's just in a different journey. How do you deal with it? Um, I guess for me, I, I wouldn't say that I don't have a zero care factor, but I think I've, I've been down and out so many times and I've had the experiences to kind of be down and then get myself back up. Um, I don't really think about how I'm going to do it. I just do it and execute because if I don't, then... So would you say you just show up every day and step I would, forward? I, I literally just show up, I just execute. I don't think about how I'm gonna do it, I just do it. Because I, I say don't... that a lot too. As long as you show up and, you, and, you, and you're there and you're ready to roll up your sleeves and do the work, you'll be fine. I literally, li- that's literally what I do. I just get it done. I don't think about how I'm gonna do it, when I'm gonna do it, why I'm gonna, I just do it. And then whatever happens, happens. 
So if I'm to summarize, yes. you don't structure, you don't <laughs> like discipline, you show up and you just do the work and make sure you keep moving Correct, forward. Correct, yeah. And I think a setback's just a learning curve. <laughs> oh, All no. entrepreneurs, I think, feel always. that way because you're right about that. And I always say that you never, the people don't stop throwing stones at you, they get bigger, you yeah. just get stronger and you get mm. more adaptive dealing with them. And as an entrepreneur, the day you think the stones will stop is the day you should probably retire because they're not going to they're going to keep coming. Yeah, it gets bigger, that's for sure. Now you also run a podcast as well. I Tell do. us about the podcast. So uh, we recently rebranded to Startup and Unicorns. Um, so the reason why I changed the name was because we are rebranding Focus as well um, to a company called Ployd, um, which is going to be turned into a product, not a service now, which is tech, which is the the, the thing that I love. Um, so Startups and Unicorns is essentially interviewing people in startup world um, to unicorns and understanding their brain and differences and how they created such a brand and such a business. Um, I love entrepreneurs. I love talking about business. I love talking about the journey and that's why I started it. And you, you reach people all around the world and they're mainly all around. tech startups? Not necessarily, just any, 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 any person that's that I'm inspired by that's a startup or a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, well, look, thanks for sharing everything with us. If I'm to ask you, give me a couple main tips for the audience to take away sure. from our conversation. What do you think when it comes to being a female slash just entrepreneur <laughs> or someone who's starting in business or had setback? Give me some of the main tips you want someone to take away from our conversation. Oh my gosh, there's so many that I can I can say. Um, I mean, the biggest. I mean, the biggest lesson that I I guess my, my mind has changed. My journey obviously has changed, and my mindset has changed over time. But the biggest lesson I would say is, um, I'll keep repeating it: is stick to what you know. And I think a lot of people get caught up with trying to change their skill set or trying to change the ways that they think they should be. Or you mean their strengths? It, correct. Stick to what you know. Like, yeah. what is it that you're good at? Yeah. What is it that you um, are just a go-getter at? Like, what is it? What is that? And just stick to that. Don't yeah. try and change the the wheel or, or whatever we call yeah. it. So stick to what you know um, and do that the best and whatever else around that, just delegate that to people. That so they, find people that, that complement your weaknesses correct. and ensure that you've got the right team environment. Give me one more. Perfect. Um, you summarized that really well. <laughs> um, one more would be oh, another one which I always talk about, I preach this so much online, is... Uh, make people feel something and I think a lot of people you know provide a lot of value and talk a lot of business and quotes and stuff but when you say it and when you do it actually mean it so like so make sure you're authentic not authentic because that's overused I, I would say you know come from a genuine place and come from an experience so if you're if you're showing up online or showing up in front of somebody and giving advice actually mean it uh, and make somebody feel something rather than just saying something because you know you can say something to me if I don't feel that in some way I'll forget about what you said but if I feel it I'm like oh my god I remember that that's you know? very right brain for those so, feeling it's important right for the left brain is numbers are important as well yeah so it's both so make, so make something make, make people feel you know uh, 
rather than just saying. Now, you ready for our quick fire question? Yeah, let's go. Don't cheat, all right? I'm not cheating. Your advice to women who are in the public eye? Self-awareness. Your favorite beauty tip? Vegan. I heard you're vegan seven years. Well done. LV or Prada? Oh my God, none. LV. Okay. <laughs> if you were stuck on an island, you could only eat one meal for the rest of your time, what would it be? A poker bowl. What's your favorite pet peeve in marketing? Uh, fake. Heel, heels or flat? Heels. Favorite accent? Ooh, French. That's what the wife says too. <laughs> now, and I'm Cyprian, so that's not a good answer. Anyway, what's your, what's your favorite pump song to get motivated and excite, excited? Kanye West, uh, something, anything Kanye West. Okay, favorite food your family makes? Oh my God. Uh, lasagna. Have you ever broken a bone? Never. Okay. Um, how much have you enjoyed this podcast today from one to 10? Um, I think it's been about an 8.5. I'm kidding, a 10. I'll take <laughs> a 10, it. A 10, Thank a 10. you very much to everyone out there. Look forward to this episode of Relentless coming out. Thank you and Belinda, thank you thank for joining us. Thank you so us. much, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>